Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Your LA Galaxy played a pretty poor half of soccer and then totally redeemed themselves. McGee gets a hand in all four goals, scores two, gets an assist on the other, and draws the PK that saw Keane score, and the LA Galaxy win 4-1. So has Bruce solved all the LA Galaxy's offensive issues? Is Mike McGee the new starter? Where can Giovanni Dos Santos fit in? LA Times sports writer Kevin Baxter joins the show to discuss. We've got a bunch to get to on Corner of the Galaxy from the box, and it all starts right now. Listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Now, here are your hosts, Josh Gessner, LA Galaxy Insider Adam Serrano. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Corner of the Galaxy from the box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Josh Gessman, Mr. LA Galaxy Insider Adam Serrano with you tonight. Very happy to be joined by LA Times sports writer Kevin Baxter as well. The LA Galaxy get a 4-1 win over DC United in the 2016 MLS season opener. Thanks to Mike McGee and his hand, like I said, in all four goals. So tonight on the show, we're going to do our very best to look at this LA Galaxy offense. We have, uh, like I said, Kevin Baxter, who is uh, getting ready to cover the LA Kings game at Staples. We have LA Galaxy insider Adam Serrano as well. So if you hear any background noise, we'll blame it on Kevin tonight for the first time ever. But uh, gentlemen, welcome to the show. Kevin, thanks for stopping by. You're, you're my first victim tonight, I guess. Yeah, so uh, we'll see over under. Are the Kings and, and Canucks going to score more uh, points than the there are more goals than the Galaxy um, and DC United had last night? Was five. So is the hockey game going to have more than five goals? I'm going to say I'm going to say under. I'm going to I'm going to go with under. Adam, do you have a vote under? I am going to go with the under as well. I'm going to say that Mike McGee will still lead all goal scorers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think I think one thing that's going to happen. I think Jonathan Quick may get injured, and Brian Rowe may have to step in and play that, that in goal for the Kings. But we'll see what happens. That very well could be. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me if Mike McGee suited up at center either. So <laughs> with with all of that out of the way, Kevin, we saw last night Mike McGee. He's no stranger to LA Galaxy fans. Come in and and quote unquote save the day for the LA Galaxy. You and I were talking before the show about how uh, let's see how horrible the LA Galaxy were looking in the first half. All right, and so with that, with that first half uh, completely out of the way, Mike McGee comes in. What did you see last night from Mike McGee? Well, you know, first of all, I want to say one thing we were talking about before is um, this is a good thing for the for the Galaxy. They won the game. They played terribly, but it's a win. Uh, anytime you can win, that's good, no matter how you play, and especially when you have a because uh, you look at a team like this, they're not going to have a ton of bad games. I don't think I'd be surprised if they did. So they have a bad game and they still win. That's really good. But, yeah, they just look completely lifeless in the first half, as they have in most of the preseason. You know, before they got their first goal, which was scored on a set play by a defender playing in his first MLS game, um, 
they had not scored in 387 minutes, including right. preseason, uh, the CCL games, and then the first half and part of the second half of this game. So they just they, they don't look like they're on the same page. Bruce said it's going to take time for that to happen. It's going to take time for the team to gel. But, you know, I have, a, I have questions about that, too, because we're talking about the guys that he's bringing in. He says the new guys need time to gel. Okay, fine. The new guys we're bringing in, Nigel's is on. Ashley Cole, uh, we're still trying to get Steven Gerard and, and Dos Santos on the same page. Robbie Keane, these are guys that have played soccer at a top level for 15 years. Right. Um, it would seem to me that it would be a little bit easier for them to get on the same page. All the intricacies of tactics. Adam Serrano, what do you think about uh, what you saw in the first half there from the LA Galaxy? Yeah, I mean, you really didn't... You really didn't see a lot uh, there that would make you feel confident that this team was really going to succeed as we all expect and have expected them to. And they were kind of assembled in Bruce Arena's, you know, grand project. Um, but, you know, there were, there were some issues there. You saw uh, Dan Kennedy go out with an injury. looked like it was a muscle injury. I think it was probably a groin injury there. Uh, Giovanni Dos Santos comes out injured. Right. Steven Gerrard dealing with an illness. And, you know, these are not excuses, but the team really kind of struggled to find a tempo. It wasn't until the very end of that half you started to see them kind of get going a little bit. And that's with Robbie Keane touching the ball, with, with Giovanni Dos Santos trying to make something happen. You know, Sebastian Legette, I think, was, for me, other than, other than Mike McGee and Brian Rowe, probably the man of the match there because he was able to kind of be that boy that we've always seen, you know, he was being that the boy and right. being able to make those kind of good moves. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, there's certainly there's something to be said with that. But I mean, Kevin, should it be worried? And you sort of alluded to it um, a little bit in, in your last answer. Should it be a worry that you look at the players like Steven Gerrard and you look at Giovanni Dos Santos, two guys who came in last year in the middle of the season, and you, you still haven't seen really production from that those two guys? No, I think it really is a worry, and I think it's a problem for Bruce Arena going forward. Bruce loves veterans. Uh, he's the guy that signed these players. He tends to give veterans uh, a little bit more rope, uh, which is, is probably something that they've earned, so that, that's fine. But you look at a situation where if Gerard is still having trouble finding it and the Galaxy aren't scoring, how long can you keep Mike McGee on the bench? I right. mean, when, when do you pull the string and bring him in? And if, you know, Geo, so you've got two of your four midfielders struggling, and yet you got a guy like McGee on the bench. Uh, regarding the injuries, there's some news about the injuries. I talked to Bruce earlier today, and he said that uh, the guys that went out with injuries yesterday, uh, uh, Dan Kennedy and, and Giovanni Dos Santos, they both had MRIs or were scheduled to have MRIs today. Bruce said that that's a normal thing. It's nothing to be alarmed about. He said Von Dom had an MRI, and it's okay. Von Dom is expected to play in Colorado. Um but he, just from Bruce's voice, it sounded like he was a little bit more concerned about Kennedy than anybody else. He did say that, that Gio, despite the fact uh, we could all see he was really struggling, was playing poorly, that Bruce would not have taken Gio out at halftime if it wasn't for the injury. So the idea that the injury came convenient, it was a convenient excuse, uh, Bruce denied that. But he did seem a little bit concerned that maybe Dan Kennedy might not be able to go Saturday. And I think that 
uh, gives a lot of credence to Adam's point that perhaps it's a groin injury. Those things can really uh, set you back for a long time. Well, and the good news for the LA Galaxy is having Brian Rowe do an excellent job in goal coming in for Dan Kennedy isn't the worst thing in the world. In fact, a lot of people have been clamoring for Brian Rowe. But I want to stay on the offense here. Uh, Adam, what did you see from Mike McGee last night that uh, maybe reminded you of days of old or, or maybe you saw something different from him you haven't seen before? You know, I think that when I had some conversations with Galaxy players, you know, after the Santos game, uh, the main criticism that they had of the way that the attack was going is that this, they weren't shooting the ball. They weren't, they were getting in good spots, uh, but they weren't able to kind of put everything away. But with a guy like Mike McGee, you know, you have someone who is going to take chances, who's going to do whatever he can to score. And I think that his first goal is indicative of that. You look at that chip, the right. great way that he handled the ball and then placed it um, with his opposite foot, you know, was something that we've grown used to Mike McGee doing. And, you know, I know that it looks like Giovanni Santos is probably going to be okay, but, you know, right. Mike McGee has certainly earned his way into the starting 11, at least, I think, for this uh, game against the Colorado Rapids because Bruce Arena always kind of rides that hot hand, and that's something that we've seen him do time and time again. But, you know, Mike McGee hadn't scored since 2014. He had been really kind of pressing all of 2015. He dealt with injuries, and he looked like that Mike McGee of 2013 kind of set the world aglow. He looked like Mr. November all over again. You know, he had a role in all four goals, and he just looked very dangerous every single time he touched the ball. And I mean, credit to Bruce Arena. This is what he brought him in for, to add depth, to give him another um, – option when other players were struggling and that's exactly what he did joining us on the phone is uh la times sports writer kevin baxter and of course la galaxy insider adam serrano uh kevin on his way to a staples center game for the kings just in case you hear all that noise in the background uh, i'm just glad he could come on kevin is there a point is is bruce at that point now where he could possibly even think about relegating a giovanni dos santos to a super sub role to come in and be the spark off the bench and use mike mcgee as adam says the hot hand is the time already now the first game of the season well i i don't see geo being a, a guy that's going to come off the bench and really change the game not with the way he's been playing but adam makes a good point um you know bruce does play the hot hand and for all the the big name signings that bruce has made over the last couple of years what he's really good at is finding the the kind of almost the money ball thing finding the uh, someone who's overlooked, who's maybe underperformed, but Bruce feels like he's got a chance to come back. And you look at Mike McGee and Alan Gordon and some of the players that, that Bruce has picked up that have done that. But but Adam makes the point that, yeah, Gio is probably okay, but right. Bruce does like writing the hot hand. I could definitely, I, I'm not anticipating this, but I could definitely see where Bruce would say, you know, Gio is fine, but just as a precaution, we, you know, we're early in the season, we don't want him to, to get hurt up in the cold in, in Colorado, so just as a precaution, we're going to bench him and we're going to go with McGee and see how that works. Um, right. I, I, I don't think it's going to happen because it would kind of look like Bruce is panicking a little bit. I think he said all along it's going to take two months for these guys to click, and I think he wants to give them those two months. But, but uh, you know, there's got to be some concern. As Adam said, they're getting chances and they're just not putting them away. 387 scoreless minutes. I keep going back to that figure because when you got a team like with Keane and Zardis and, and Gerard and, and Dos Santos and Ashley Cole running the wing, you shouldn't go 387 minutes without a goal. Yeah, I mean, Adam, that, well, that, that sort of thing. You, you, you have a counter for that, Adam? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, not so much a counter, but just sort of an example. I mean, if you look at 2014, 
Jassy Zardis, you know, at the beginning of that season was benched after a few, you know, poor performances. Uh, I said it was because of an injury, and he kind of set the world alight and went on that torrid scoring run after he did that. You know, I could see Arena entirely deciding to, you know, put Dos Santos on the bench as a precaution just right. to give him maybe a little bit of a push going forward. And I think that, you know, that's something clearly in the Bruce Arena playbook, and we'll see if he... uh he opts to do that on Saturday against the Rapids. Adam, I said... Josh, Josh let me answer that real quickly. Go, Kevin. Uh, Adams is absolutely right, but I think the difference here is with guys like Gerard. You know, Gerard came here smarting a little bit from Brendan Rodgers saying that he was not a first-team guy and, uh, for Liverpool, and I think he's definitely proved that Brendan Rodgers was right. Um, if Bruce were all of a sudden to say, sit Gerard or even sit Dos Santos, no matter how he couched it, the player would know why he's being sat... Right. He's got some really, really huge egos to manage, and that's got to figure into this too. Again, the second game of the season, um, Adam could be absolutely right. You know, Zardes responded to it. Maybe what? Maybe Bruce sees something in Geo, looks in his eyes, and said, "This guy needs to get his butt kicked a little bit. Maybe this is the way to do it." Uh, and Bruce gambles, or he looks at him and says, "If I sit this guy now, I lose him for the rest of the season. I can't afford to do that." No, I mean, I mean that's interesting. Listen, I, I think one of the big criticisms, and not necessarily a one I believe, by the way, is that Bruce Arena isn't this tactical genius, but that he is also a wonderful locker room guy and understands how to manage a team. And in a lot of cases, managing the team is more important than anything else, making that locker room happy. Adam, am I crazy for having said that? No, that's what Bruce Arena has done time and time again. And I don't care who you are if you don't see that. You know, you're you're obviously blind. Uh, but um, that's just what he does. He knows how to build squads. And if you look at the Galaxy teams that haven't succeeded, 2013 and 2015 uh, come into my my mind. No, it's because you didn't really have that state of same kind of cohesion that you had in 2011, 2012, right. 2014. And I think that. That's what he's trying to do. And that's honestly, in my opinion, the most difficult part of his whole big project of bringing all these players in is because you have so many egos, so many personalities. Every single player on that team, including Mike McGee, can say, I've done this before. I've succeeded at a high level, and that's why I deserve to play. And he's got to manage all of that. So, I mean, it's it's a very difficult thing to do. And, you know, we're already in game uh, two of the season, and we're already seeing some serious questions asked about this team. Uh, you know, that's what we do here on Corner of the Galaxy from the Box. We ask really stupid questions really early, like, is this the best LA Galaxy team you've ever seen in the middle of the season in 2015? So, nonetheless, it's it's still interesting to discuss and something I want to do. Kevin, before I let you get out of here, uh, we look at the offense, we look at Giovanni Dos Santos struggling, you look at Robbie Keane not really getting the service whenever Steven Gerrard is in there, whenever Giovanni Dos Santos is up as the striker. Um, do you see a more of an issue with the midfield than really it is the strike force of Keane and Giovanni Dos Santos, or is this more of a chemi- uh, a chemistry issue between Dos Santos and Keane? Well, I think it's I, I definitely think it's a chemistry issue, and, and Adam nailed it. Uh, there are a ton of, of of egos in that locker room, and people that have been the big guy at Liverpool with the English national team, uh, you know, with the Dutch national team. Um, guys that are used to being the alpha male, and there's five alpha males in there now, and uh, that makes it really difficult. But I, I think the forwards are okay. I, I, in my opinion, and Adam may differ, I think Robbie's looked okay. He hasn't got a ton of chances, but he's been moving. He's been uh, getting in position. I think he's done well. But the ball is not coming through the midfield. And I think that's one of the problems they had in Mexico is that Van Damme and some, you know, with Cole not there, Van Damme was trying to, all of a sudden become a midfielder and push the ball up. He got caught out of position. So 
it looks like the team doesn't have a lot of confidence in the midfielders to get the ball from the back up to the strikers. And I, I do think that's where it's falling down. And when McGee came in, all of a sudden it sort of changed that whole uh, chemistry and all of a sudden the team took off. So, yeah, I, I, I would put the blame right now at this point on the midfield not being able to cohesively direct that attack. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Adam, you and I will have a chance to talk about this game after the break, but I want to let Mr. Kevin Baxter go first. Kevin, as always, we appreciate the time. I'm sure that we will talk to you very soon again. If you're looking for Kevin on Twitter, it's at KBaxter11. Uh, please follow him there, harass him there. He always likes that. And Kevin, good luck with the Kings game tonight. Yeah, and if you're looking for me tonight, I'll be at the Kings game. There, there you go. Everybody, everybody who's at the Kings game, look for Kevin, except this is coming out the day afterwards and nobody will be there. So, Kevin, we'll talk to you soon, all right? Thank you. All right. All right, that's Kevin Baxter from the LA Times right there on Corner of the Galaxy from The Box. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. Whenever I get back, LA Galaxy, LA Galaxy insider Adam Serrano and I will be discussing just a little bit more of the game and giving you some quick thoughts on the LA Galaxy traveling to Colorado coming up. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Corner of the Galaxy from The Box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. We'll be right back. stopped their attempts on goal as well it's corner of the galaxy hey this is chris this is eddie this is jason and we're from back Pocket memory and you're listening to corner of the galaxy hello everybody welcome back to corner of the galaxy from the box josh and la galaxy insider adam serrano with you i am contractually bound to say the his entire uh introduction every time otherwise he says he'll sue me so we'll we'll use it la galaxy insider adam serrano back here adam i wanted to get into some of my stuff because i never get to talk during the first half and then you guys bring up really good points and things, wheels start turning and everything about that. The game and uh, and sort of what happened with the LA Galaxy in the first half. It's it's concerning for me. The only reason I'm worried about the offense, the only reason that it continues to be sort of my sole focus is that we've seen a trend through the preseason. And granted, in the preseason, you had Giovanni Dos Santos playing on the wing with Jossie Zardes up top, uh, a different formation than they've played every competitive match they've played in so far, including the two games at Santos. Um, so, I mean, what... What's the thinking behind Bruce Arena right now? Why do you go through the whole preseason with Giovanni Dos Santos uh, playing out wide in that midfield role, and then now you've switched it back and you have Giassi Zardes up at top? Why, why the switch? I mean, it's, it's clear that it didn't work against Santos, and it didn't help them create the right number of chances that they wanted to. Um, you know, against Santos, again, uh, you know, the offense really stalled uh, against an opponent that, you know, frankly, they should have beaten. And, um, you know, they they stalled and failed in a spectacular fashion. Um, but I think now Bruce is trying to mix things up. Uh, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if Mike McGee gets the start alongside Robbie Keane, uh, at least for the first half against Colorado. You never know what you're going to get there. Right. Uh, but I think that, you know, Bruce is still looking for what, for what works. And he said, you know, it's going to take a few months for this team to kind of fully come together. So, I mean, it's still very, very early days. You know, we can't crown this team in most cup champions. We can't say they're going to miss the playoffs. 
Um, we can't say Giovanni Dos Santos is going to leave or something like that. Like I read uh, in some sites, on some sites today. Nice. Uh, okay. But, you know, it's still very early days, and I think we should still kind of looking for the co- right combination. I mean, if you are talking about a trophy, we could take home because clearly the standings already show at the LA Galaxy first and supporters' shield on gold differential. Um, I mean, that that's a reason to celebrate right there. We should go pick up the trophy now, right? Let's go get that big plate, put some steak on it or something. That, let's do that. So the LA Galaxy um, still struggling with these offensive issues. I don't know that Mike McGee was the answer. He was the answer, you know, in the first game. Uh, we have we have a sample size of one, Adam, so I, I don't want to overreact to it. Mike McGee, obviously stellar. I mean, you, you can't say enough about him. Um, I'm still worried. I need to see how Giovanni Dos Santos fits into this game. Maybe this doesn't happen against Colorado. Maybe, like Kevin says, maybe maybe Giovanni Dos Santos gets rested just as a precaution if there's any injuries and, and Mike McGee, the hot hand, you know, continues to, uh, to get the start here for a little bit. Um, but nonetheless, the rest of the Galaxy, save the midfield, because I've already pointed out some midfield problems, um, you know, the rest of the LA Galaxy actually seems pretty solid. We saw Ashley Cole have an excellent game. Brian Rowe had an excellent game. Uh, Daniel Steeres, the first MLS start, gets an MLS goal. Um, this is a kid who worked really hard in LA Galaxy 2. I know a lot of people who watched a lot of LA Galaxy 2 games very high on him. I always liked watching him play. Uh, there's a very good chance that, that Steeres is is in the pecking order above Dave Romney. Um, I don't know if that's if everybody else just goes, duh, that makes sense. Or you're saying, really? He's above? Yeah, I mean, it, it looks like that right now. Uh, with the way Steris has played in the uh, in the preseason, in some of those preseason games, and also now here for the LA Galaxy uh, in an actual game. Uh, but other than that, I mean, there's some things, there's some positives that came out of DC. The, the problem was that the negative in that first half was so abysmal. Um, you know, seeing reports on Twitter. I was on an airplane while the game was being played. I got to watch the game uh, last night whenever I got back. Um, in, some in fast forward, but still got the got the gist of the game understood. But the first half was so bad, Adam, it, it still should it should make people a little cautious about what they could possibly see in Colorado. Yeah, you know, it was a very poor first half, I think, all around. You know, the offense didn't really have any, any answers for D.C., uh, you know, and the midfield and defense were frankly, you know, very sloppy uh, and weren't able to kind of create anything. The passing, although it didn't show it on the stat sheet, you know, it was kind of scattershot and DC was able to kind of capitalize on that a number of times and create some, some breaks, which nearly led to goals. Uh, if not, you know, Brian Rowe made a clutch save. Uh, I believe it was on uh, Nick DeLeon. Uh, to kind of keep the game at 1-0 uh, before Daniel Starris had scored right just right before the half. And, you know, that if that goal goes in, you know, you're talking about a very different game and, you know, we're having a very different conversation uh, right now. So, uh, you know, you saw saw some saw some decent things. Uh, you know, Giovanni Dos Santos was, was trying to make some, some things going. You know, he just couldn't really find find that rhythm and uh you know it's likely because of that injury uh, and we'll see what happens against colorado but you know it was not what you want to see if you're bruce arena and bruce arena could not have been you know very pleased with what he saw from his group um but you know they credit to them they were able to kind of come together and you know if you were in the stadium on sunday night and, and you were there when daniel Ferris scored his goal it was a very it was very much like an MLS Cup style atmosphere. The stadium was full, people were rocking, streamers were flying everywhere, and you could really feel the momentum change and shift in the Galaxy's favor. And you know, they they did that and they made DC pay. 
Yeah, you had DC United who also uh, hit the post in that game. Again, you know, a, a game of inches sometimes. The LA Galaxy run away with it. If you just look at the scoreline, you say, oh, great, the LA Galaxy are fine. They're back up to, to where they could be. But um, there's still there's a lot of stuff to shake out. And, and clearly, Steven Gerrard with the illness. Um, Steven Gerrard hasn't shown me a whole bunch yet in the preseason. Uh, didn't show me a whole bunch last year. So that's still a question mark. Now he goes up to altitude after being sick. So that's something to keep an eye on. Obviously, we talked about uh, Yellow Van Dam uh, possibly going to be ready for the Colorado game as Kevin Baxter said um, the MRI he had an MRI apparently it was nothing you have the two other guys Giovanni Dos Santos with MRI um, and uh, and Dan Kennedy with an MRI as well and Adam you said uh, looking at a possible groin injury for Dan Kennedy so I mean if you're just looking down the road right now on a Monday uh, way well before the game you're looking at Brian Rose probably going to be a goal and there's a good chance like you said that Mike McGee could start up so it's something to uh, to keep an eye on the LA Galaxy will play on Saturday March 12 2016 at 4 p.m. Pacific time this is LA Galaxy at Colorado Rapids uh, that game will be on Time Warner Cable Sportsnet so you can check that out uh, but this is a place where the LA Galaxy have had some success um, and also something that's very difficult to do is go on the road there and win at altitude, Adam, so it's something that's going to be interesting. What's your 20-second uh, sort of look ahead to Colorado? I mean, I've told, told people this a lot. You know, if the Galaxy can only play every single game like it's the second half against Colorado at Dick's Sporting Goods Park, they'd never lose a single game. They always seem to react very well after getting some time in that altitude. I think that the Galaxy are definitely a better team than the Rapids. The Rapids have some new some new pieces there that make them interesting uh but this is definitely a winnable game for the galaxy and one that they definitely should win yeah jermaine jones signs with colorado um don't know his status i would doubt that he would be 100 percent ready to go uh for this particular game so it's just something to keep he's on he's still suspended yeah he's suspended yeah, yeah, yeah that's right and, and he's suspended yeah. for six games of course I, how could i forget that that fun pickup of being suspended for six games after uh after you sign him so uh no jermaine jones for a little while i was gonna say keep an eye on that you don't need to just relax so everything is good there um, it should be an interesting game. Again, the LA Galaxy facing off against the Colorado Rapids on Saturday, March 12, 2016 at 4 p.m. Pacific time. That game on Time Warner Cable Sportsnet, and you can find it there. All right. Uh, anything else, Adam, you want to get to before we get on out of here? I think I think we're good. We'll see uh, how this grand project of Bruce Serena will do in its first, first road game. Uh, it'll certainly be a, a challenge, but, you know, you like to think the Galaxy can get through and get three-point points. Well, we'll certainly uh, keep an eye on that and check that out as well. That is LA Galaxy Insider Adam Serrano. If you're looking for him on Twitter, it's at LA Galaxy Insider. You can go to the website, LAGalaxy.com forward slash insider and find all of his uh, information there as well. Covering the team 365, 24-7 for you. LA Galaxy Insider Adam Serrano. Uh, let's see. If you're looking for me, uh, it's at Jay Gessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N on Twitter or at Galaxy Podcast. 99% of the time, that's me back there. I uh, wanted to go ahead and point out we will have a live show recording at 7 p.m. on Thursday. Head over to cornerofthegalaxy.com forward slash live. Corner of the Galaxy forward slash live, where we do live shows, have some good stuff. We have a possibility of a player guest as well, so keep an eye open for that or an ear open, however you want to do that. So, for LA Galaxy Insider Adam Serrano, I'm Josh Gessman, and you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy from the Box on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy from the Box podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. 
Corner of the Galaxy and its related podcasts are part of Backheel.com. Backheel.com is a collection of soccer podcasts and multimedia offerings covering soccer around the world. You can follow them at Backheel.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.